Welcome to the When It Matters podcast brought to you by Kirkwood Bank and Trust. This podcast provides in-depth interviews with business owners and banking experts about how to better your financial health and be prepared for the moments that matter. I'm Shelley, branch manager and loan officer at Kirkwood Bank and Trust. Today's guest is Carrie Gross from Carrie's Kids. Welcome, Carrie, and thank you for joining me today. I recommended you for our podcast because I feel there's a lot of people in the community that may not be aware of Carrie's Kids and may not know the wonderful service you offer to our teens and children in the community. Oh my gosh, thank you so much. It's always a pleasure to be with you, Shelley. Can you tell us a little bit about Carrie's Kids and how long you've been working with Carrie's Kids? Um, Carrie's Kids started in 2005 and it all started, I was working with children and teens that were homeless and down on their luck and we needed simple things like a hair dryer, a pair of snow boots. And so um, Trinity Lutheran Church, out of 30 days of community, uh, adopted us and started giving us the things that we needed. And from there, we just kept growing. And it it has just been uh, amazing to see how the community out here connects with what we do and helps us help other people. Uh, Carrie's Kids' focus is on children and teens that are homeless or at risk. Um, And we like to build their life and social skills, and we do that through programs and events, clubs, and anything else that we can do to help them. Um, What's the most rewarding part of your job? Oh my goodness, there's just so many pieces to it. I would say my strength-based volunteers that are like family. Mm -hmm. Some of them have been with me since 2005 and they still are dedicated to what we do. I would say um, working with children and teens and just watching them grow. I mean, when you think about some of the kids I worked with 15 years ago and they're still in my life, it is just an empowering opportunity to be just that little blip in their life to see how well they've turned their life around or, or made or grew from their experience it's it's exciting and I would say um, also working with community members whether it be like you at the bank mm-hmm. you're always very pleasant or even with the bikers like the freedom riders mm-hmm. when they sponsor us so it's like I, I like the fact that we can see full aspects of the community coming together to invest in our upcoming generations and I'm assuming the uh impact you've made on some of the kids that you've helped throughout the years and seen where they've grown to is rewarding. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Like, there's so many cool things. Like, I had a young boy who was in a lot of trouble, um, and that was like six years ago, and he's come out of it. And then this year, I had a young lady that needed to learn how to drive. And so he came back to teach her how to drive. And you're like, oh, my God, like, how amazing is that? So, yeah, there's lots of things. So then they began to help you Mm -hmm. with Carrie's Kids. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. So I understand that Carrie's Kids is a 501c3. What types of financial challenges have you had to face with being a 501c3 nonprofit? Oh, that is such an incredible and beautiful question all at the same time. Um, we're based on donations mm-hmm. and we're privately funded. We don't write grants. Uh, we're not funded by United Way. We're just funded by individual donors mm-hmm. and we are staffed by volunteers. So our biggest financial burden is like our building and the things that we need to give away. And like right now we're uh, working on getting a new parking lot, mm-hmm. <laughs> as you know. <laughs> um, and and I, I think what's hard is we debated on doing a fundraiser, which is something Carrie's Kids has never done. We have never hosted a fundraiser. And so that would be a whole new phenomenon for us because we don't have the staff and we don't have the availability to give that to somebody else to take on for us. And so what we've done um, is we're looking at finding other avenues to make that happen. And um, But we have to have a new parking lot for safety reasons. Um, When we got our building in 2018, 
Uh, I really feel my joke is, oh, it's been such a great experience. I've met a plumber, a roofer, a parking lot guy, <laughs> uh, an electrician, the you know uh, HVAC people, because we've had to take on and love up a building. Mm-hmm. And it's been a growth in progress. And so some of the financial burdens to me is just being able to maintain a safe and operable facility to continue to grow and do what we do. And Carrie, you mentioned that you've never previously fundraised. How have you raised funds to meet the needs of Carrie's kids in the past? We have been super blessed by private donors, people who just have either walked alongside us and supported us financially like that, or have heard about us, or maybe we helped someone in their family, and then they just made a a donation. Mm -hmm. Um, Very grateful. Uh, I believe strongly that our doors will stay open as long as the funding is available. And, you know, when we talk about fundraisers, that's that's a whole other topic. Mm -hmm. And when you're staffed by volunteers, uh, we want all of our energy to go back into the children and teens that we serve. And so I, I feel extremely blessed to have the people that support us, um, even those that do the back office. They're all volunteers, our bookkeeper, the accountant. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't handle any of the money, which I'm very grateful for, uh, because it's, it would be a stressor. I'd mm-hmm. rather just deal with working with the kids. And making an impact in their lives, I'm assuming. I'm hoping. Yeah, <laughs> that's the goal. I imagine that you've had many um, aha moments or wonderful moments within your organization, but what moments have mattered to you most that brought you to where you are today? That's that's such an empowering question uh, with multi-levels of expansion. Uh, I would say when when I first started doing Carrie's Kids, it was just meeting the needs. You know, when you you see a child um, that has frostbite and you realize that they don't have socks to go inside their snow boots. Mm -hmm. Um, You just wanna take care of those little things, you know what I mean? Um, And then being where kids are actively seeking you out, just to say hello and to talk Mm -hmm. to you um, and to be a part of your life. Um, You know, being with a girl who's 18, who has never tried clothes on and comes for a prom dress and doesn't even know what to do when you send her to a dressing room. Um, and so you think sometimes some of those aha moments have been when you, when you believe everybody mm-hmm. is doing the same in life. Right. And then when you realize some people haven't had the same opportunities. Exactly. Um, and I would feel another part of the ahas has been we're a community that's really quick to label and people belong in a box. And when you realize there is no box, it's how do you just keep inviting people in to be them their best self mm-hmm. and so that that's been an, and it's just like that that constant need out there um, to just get connected and I as social media becomes more of an influential resource I see our clients are growing in the need and the hunger for connection for communication um, for real face-to-face mm-hmm. and so um, my joke is we're gonna do original FaceTime mm-hmm. yeah that's just how we grow up um, and I know we have a lot of different ways to connect but that's essential. And so when you talk about what matters, I think even in obtaining the building, it was the power to do more. Mm -hmm. It's being able to invite kids in into a safe space where they can go to the library or hang out in the Lego room or play in the gym or go to the art room or have a hot meal in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think it's just being able to multitask and and to just provide those opportunities. Mm -hmm. Um, At the same time, we've been having a lot of the kids that we have served and their families come back to volunteer. Like nothing is cooler than when you have a mom come in and make Indian fry bread 
to feed all of your kids. Mm -hmm. You're like, this is legit, mm -hmm. all right? Um, and so I don't know, it's like those, those big aha moments, I think they happen every day to just reassure you you're on the right track mm -hmm. and that this is important and... Almost definitely. And I appreciate that. Obviously, Curious Kids has had an impact on hundreds, maybe thousands of children and teens in the community. What are some of the needs of Carrie's Kids and how can the community assist you? You ask some of the best questions. Every day is a new adventure. Um, and as we're finishing up our back to school, we need boys clothes. I'm, I, my joke is whenever I see a boy that's dressed, I'm very grateful because we run out of boys clothes continually. And we're talking just simple shorts, pants, hoodies, t-shirts. Uh, we don't get them in. Um, for our girls, uh, this year we've, we've missed out on little girls' clothes size 12. We've got size 10 abundantly. <laughs> and so we're kind of like, was there a growth spurt and everybody missed size 12 or are they still hanging in size 12? Mm -hmm. um, and so we always need kids' clothes, elementary kids' clothes particularly, as well as teenage boys' clothes. Mm -hmm. um, and we'll take those all year long. We do do prom dresses. Those are always essential. Uh, this year prom was different for us. Um, I'm thinking it was for the whole community, mm -hmm. um, but that's a very uh, important event that we do host. And then we do winter coats and snow pants, snow boots. Those are essential here in North Dakota. Mm -hmm. uh, we also need tennis shoes. And tennis shoes are important to us because you have to get points for participating in gym. But a lot of the kids that we see in our building walk everywhere they go, ride bike, mm -hmm. um, you know, skateboard. We're really excited about their sports enthusiasm to be on the outdoors. Mm -hmm. So tennis shoes are important. Sandals are cute, but tennis shoes are, are important. Practical. And backpacks, especially now with the new requirements in the schools, you know, getting in different backpacks. Um, and so there's a, those are a lot of things that we do need on a constant, continual basis, and we take those all year. And we do jewelry, you know, to help kids out with prom. Um, and we host a Christmas shop, so trinkets for mom and dad are always handy because mm -hmm. in our Christmas shop, we allow kids to come in and shop for themselves and everybody they live with. And we do that because we want kids to get in the spirit of giving, mm -hmm. but also thinking of others and what does that look like and how do they manage it. Um, and then, like, we always need monetary donations, mm -hmm. and that's just, like, even for our parking lot. Or you have a kid that has, like, a special... Um, skin need you know where they have eczema or they need a special lotion mm -hmm. um, and sometimes even helping people treat things like bed bugs and head lice you know you kind of need different you don't keep those resources on hand because they come with an expiration date right. and so it's just being individualistic on how we're going to care for other people you don't want to wear a house full of things you don't need right. and so monetary donations are always appreciated so if the community has some donations they'd like to make where could they drop those off um, the, our donation site is Superior Silkscreen at 1030 South 18th Street, and it's Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. And people always ask me why we have a separate drop-off site, mm -hmm. and that's just because I have kids in my building all the mm -hmm. time. And if you brought in something really cool, they might want some. But if you only brought enough in for two kids, and I have nine kids in my building, then it's just a little bit more of a rough thing to handle. So it's always better to have those off-site so we can make sure we have enough for everybody. Where can people connect and learn more about Carrie's Kids? Well, we have a website, www.carrieskids.com, and we have a minor presence on social media. We do have an Instagram account as well as a Facebook. Thank you for joining me today, Carrie. Oh, I always love being in your presence, Shelley. You make my day. <laughs> <laughs> and you have mine. Thank you. Thank you for everything you do for the community. Well, it takes a community, and no. I really want people to see that, and it starts with them. Like I really, if anyone wants to know anything I want to say to anybody today, it's like, especially during this pandemic, how have you reached out to care for somebody? Have you called them? Have you, have you heard their voice? Mm -hmm. Have you asked them how they're doing? 
Have you dropped off a hot meal at grandma's house? Mm -hmm. Have you checked in on somebody that you haven't heard from in a while? Um, I think mental health is a huge concern, especially in what I call the era of silence. And you have some people who don't have the means to get around. And so what does that look like? And so right now, if anyone wanted to do anything after our precious time together, mm -hmm. I'd want them to find five people they can connect with right now and just wish them a great day because mm -hmm. that's essential. And you know, we're not gonna have things in our community if we don't have people. People are important. Thank you, Carrie. You bet. Thanks for listening to this episode of the When It Matters podcast. Subscribe for new episodes and connect with us online at Kirkwood Bank and Trust on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And for more information or to speak with one of our financial experts, visit kirkwoodbank.com. Kirkwood Bank and Trust, member FDIC, equal housing lender. <laughs>